0: Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to episode 19 of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I am Tigria-Gardenia, and today we're going to talk about how to master your evolution phases. So there are three major evolutive phases that happen um, kind of in, and these are the phases in the sense of categories. There are lots of steps in between them. Um, Dhammenhurians would call it the quisiti. They would use the quests as the eight to nine steps of enlightenment. Nature would look at it through succession, how we move from early succession to late succession. So from the beginning of an open space or a disturbance to what becomes something of a mature ecosystem. There are lots of different ways for us to divide your evolution. And one of the easiest ways to do it is to think about the the stage of receiving, the stage of understanding, and the stage of acting. And these are kind of broad swath categories Categories that also we see from the natural world, right? These are stages that or phases that constantly uh, repeat themselves over and over again. So the stage of receiving is when you have a plant that goes out and looks for information or receives information. Remember that plants from a, a not just plants, but all beings of nature create what's called feedback loops. And feedback loops is where you are it's a system that is created to give you information that you can use to either enhance the system or change the system altogether. So feedback loops are important, extremely important. There's passive feedback loops, there's there's, um, positive uh, feedback loops, there's several different types of feedback loops. And all natural systems have feedback loops. It's an important aspect that we often as humans forget. And that if we were to create them, really would help us to better understand where we are in a given moments. So that feedback loop is used to receive information. And on a cosmic level, like whether you're talking about you know, small pieces of information from the physical world, but also from your own spiritual growth, that kind of feedback loop could um, exist. It's really important for us to make the time to recognize when it is that we are receiving information. Some people call it getting a download, some people call receiving, some people call it in a phase of transformation. There's lots of different terms that you could use for it. But ultimately, it is a period of, of time in which you are receiving from the environment around you either physical or subtle. And then the next phase is looking at um, really understanding that, taking the time to process that information. And that receiving could come, for example, right after action, which, I mean, I'm listing them as receiving, um, understanding, and action. But it could be that you're looking at it in the case of a project as in action, then receiving the feedback from that, and then moving and understanding what that feedback is. So really, these phases are not really one, two, three, but they're more of a circular notion that moves around. But for the sake of this discussion, to make it really easy, I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of starting with the receiving of the information information, however that was triggered, whether that's because you went out and you looked for it or because it passively came back to you. Understanding, which is taking the time to hold on and before we try to jump into action, really quieting that cleverness, as they like to say in biomimicry, and getting and taking that information that you just received through many different types of filters to try to understand what it is that you're supposed to do with it and create a strategy plan and then acting on it. Um, from a Kabbalistic perspective, when I used to teach Kabbalah, I used to break it down into four um in four different phases because the first phase being the receiving phase, that phase where you get the information that you need, the next phase where you process it and you move around through that phase, the next phase after would be the strategizing or the planning phase where you actually take that information that you have received and that you have processed through in as broad strokes as you can and created an active strategy plan and then acting from that. So those are kind of four ways for you to look at it. Some people combine the action and the strategizing. Honestly, I would tell you to use both. There are going to be times where you can react straight and act. But there's a lot more times where strategizing and making a plan is actually a better way of doing it. And it's a much more natural approach because, again, um, the natural world does a whole series of experimentation before they finalize on a specific plan. You see this actually in slime molds. If you go and you go off and look at videos relating to slime mold, you will see that slime mold will move towards a given goal, a given destination, will move in many different perspectives and different ways, and then will continuously refine and refine and refine that way until it finds one avenue to that goal that is the most efficient. And that's kind of the strategizing. It's where you do your experimentation and and then you start moving your things into actions. So here we are, I'm in the Northern Hemisphere. So we are officially in the summer solstice. And I am not at all exactly where I thought I would be. But I realized I'm exactly where I need to be. And you know, this spring for me was all about the execution after a very long winter of reflective planning. So for me, I actually went into a massive receiving stage that happened at the beginning of last year. Actually, I was reflecting back on where I was at this point last year. And this point last year, I was told by every force I came in contact with, etheric forces, plant forces, alien forces, human forces, everything that could possibly Tell me, give me a message was giving me one very clear message. And the clear was stop. <laughs> like That I couldn't push my way into my next level of evolution, even if I tried. Like I could try to just brute force it. I am a Taurus after all. It was around the time of my birthday. I really wanted to act. It was springtime last year, moving into summer. And I just wanted to act. And everything was saying it's time for you to process. I had been given huge amounts of information. I had been given huge feedback on my business. I had given huge amounts of information in general. And in harmony with the beginning of my solar year, the answer was, it's time to let life unfold. You need to just take this information and churn with it, process it. I was in complete Listening mode. I was told not to take any action, to not change any of my plans, and instead to listen to everything that was coming. The problem is, I'm super impatient. Again, I am a Taurus, I have lots of horns, I like taking action, and I get extremely excited. I mean, I'm a multi potentialite, I have passion coming out of every corner of myself. And so I just wanted to run with every good idea that was coming into my head but the plants have taught me to settle down. The plants have taught me that it's sometimes important to take the time you need to let nutrients seep in and to let them move through every part of your body, physical and subtle. And to let that download really just flow, I had to trust that it was time to flow. So last year, this time, I received that clear signal that I had received everything I needed to receive. In other words, I wasn't really looking for more data points or more information. What I needed to do was complete that phase and to begin the phase of understanding, to begin the phase of processing, to I don't know, just sit with it, to be honest. And it's weird because normally that is a winter kind of action. It's something that you do. And so I wasn't being told to reflect. In other words, to just sit back and, you know, grab yourself a cup of tea and reflect with my journals. I was being told to take all that information and use it, but not actively. Now, let me explain what that means. What I was being told really clearly was that what I needed to do was to live, I needed to enjoy life again, I needed to explore um, in real world scenarios, what it was that I had received. So it wasn't so much about like, I don't know, creating something online and testing out whether or not it works from a business perspective. But it was much more about going off and having conversations with people processing through watching real world scenarios. It wasn't about me taking action by creating. It was about and it wasn't about processing by reflecting only in my own thoughts. It was about processing through the process of life through looking at and throwing out little tidbits as I was doing things that were not big plans that I put into action, but modifications or Experiments you could just say to see if I had understood correctly so I wasn't sure how long this was going to take and it was really frustrating because of course when you are a, you know a naturepreneur like I am and you have all these different pieces like I had the naturally conscious community that already existed I had my one-on-one clients I had all these different perspectives and I like innovating it's exciting to me to create something new it's exciting to me to Fill the needs of my clients and of my students. So I was like really wanting to go off and put this into action. And yet what I was told is that I needed more time because the way that I was going to put it into action was going to be very, for lack of a better term, shallow. I was going to do it based on a very quick understanding rather than taking the time to let it sink to a deeper level and really guide my actions from an evolved place of mastery. It wasn't going to be At that time, I had not mastered what I had received. I had just received it. So I was really an apprentice. I was really just something that is new that had just come to it. So I want to tell you instead what ended up happening. But before I do that, I want to share with you one of our eco-conscious business partners. Any little bit we can do to help the environment is a win in my book. That's why I'm such a fan of who gives a crap a B-certified company that donates 50% of profits to ensure everyone has access to clean water and a toilet within our lifetime. Not all of us have access to a bidet, so if you have to wipe your bum with something, this is the best toilet paper to choose. They wrap their TP in paper, not plastic, which saves tons of harmful plastic from ending up in our landfills or hurting animals. And get this, one box of TP can last up to a whole year. Trust me, I've tried this with my own family. They have two eco-friendly options, one made out of recycled sheets and from bamboo sheets, which is super fast growing alternative to trees. They're soft and strong and really hold up. Who Gives a Crap delivers to your door and offers a 100% money back guarantee. You can't beat that. So click on the link in the show notes to give it a go. So, Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Oh, I was telling you how, you know, last year really was about processing and pretty much most of the summer, to be honest, which is a time that I would have expected to be creating things, was not about creating. And my spring even had been about receiving. So it was a very unusual springtime for me. It wasn't a time where I was planting new seeds although I figured out that I was planting seeds, what I had done was plant rather than planting seeds with the idea of seeing what flowered, I was actually looking to see what was rooting. It was more of a sprinkling. You know, when you take wildflower seeds or some kind of seed that you just sort of throw out and you see what actually comes up rather than creating a hole, digging something in and seeing what, how the plant grows. That's really what I was doing. And it took me a while to figure out that that's what was happening. I was throwing lots of seeds out. I was having lots of conversations with people. I was having lots of discussions. I was bringing on new team members and I was listening to what they had to tell me. And I was really doing a phase of very light experimentation by not investing heavily. In the last episode, I talked to you about the difference between our strategies and case strategies, right? And I had been working on case strategies, on strategies that were really longer looking Um, In lots of investments, lots of time. And what I was doing during that phase was instead went back to doing our strategies, which was throwing things out there very lightly to see what stuck. And that was where suddenly pieces starting to come into place, I started to see that the way I was using all of my tools Uh, The naturally conscious community as a tool, the way I was working with some of my clients, the way that I was approaching my social media, the way that I was looking at my business and even my life in relation to my business had been very shallow. I had not shallow in a bad way. It's not the right way. I had reached a new level of evolution. Let me say it that way. I had already started to go deeper. And the understanding, based on everything I had received over the course of the year before, started to put together an understanding of where I needed to go. This podcast, for example, is something that I have had on my radar for the last three years. But every time I took talked to somebody about it, I couldn't really put a handle on what I wanted to talk about. And then all of a sudden it all came into place. I understood what it was that I was supposed to be doing here, who I was supposed to be connecting to. I started to look at my um, my naturally conscious community and realize the richness that I had in there and how I could separate it, not separate it, organize it better. That's the word I was looking, organize it better in order to have a more streamlined entryway so that people could more easily get into it and also so that I could provide more services and more value to everybody in there. I started to understand much better what was the journey that my clients were on and my students were looking for the uncertainty they were feeling the the feeling of not wanting to be part of the mainstream and yet not understanding how not to be a part of the mainstream because the mainstream is what's out there and that the mainstream wasn't going to get us to where we want to go to the impact we want to make on the planet to the kind of life we want to be living but because those new steps don't exist, then how do we take those new steps? Now, you have to understand, in, in human design, I'm a projector. I tend to be a few years ahead of other people. so. What I thought was already kind of the norm, I started to really understand were the steps that could help people get to where they wanted to go. And a lot of that was around the lateral thinking that I receive and teach about by working with plants. The fact that I started to step deeper into the plant logic, I, I you know, had these long conversations. I think I, I wrote about this that a year ago. I had Gary the Silverfur who asked me for an appointment and sat me down and had this big download of information that came. And then working with um, Spider Plant and also with No Name Drusenia, which I started working with in, when was that? September of last year, right? Right around the time it was Uh, Around the time that I was in this phase, right, it was the end of the summer, I had experimented with a bunch of stuff. And now Noni Drusenya was helping me understand what I had embodied without yet putting words to it, really stepping into the idea of loving this unique approach and helping others love their uniqueness to, to embrace the weird and the woo, as you know, we talk about a lot in the naturally conscious community about how do you really work with those plants to Step deeper into your weirdness, which in reality is not weird from the perspective of something out of the ordinary. It is out of the ordinary. And that's the amazing part of it because that is the future, that is the direction we want to go in. And so I, you know, finally put together and understood how to get this podcast off the ground, how I could change and modify and upgrade the naturally conscious community, I started doing the live commentary, the live plant intelligence commentary to go through all these amazing papers and essays and articles that are coming out and give it a sense, break it down, make it easier for us to understand, not just what's being said, but what does it mean for our lives? Remember, we want to create a new society that is in co-creation, With the plant world. But how can we do that if we're still taking the same steps and still using the same social media and still doing things the same way we always did them? And had I not taken the time to process everything I had received, I probably would have used the same techniques I always knew how to use with everything that I had been given. And it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. It would have fallen flat or it would have just kind of kept me where I am or where I was really, but if I wanted to get to where I am today and if I wanted to keep growing in the direction of really helping people have faith in the idea of a better future and be able to give them the tools that they need in order to create that better future, even if it means going outside of the norm and especially by embracing all of their passions as multi-potentialites, I needed to then follow those evolutionary phases, listen to my plant guardians and my plant mentors and my plant models that were telling me, stop, really, really process understand everything and then take things into action. The interesting part was that by the winter of last year, all of a sudden the strategy started started to come in place. I started to put things out. And as a matter of fact, from my winter all the way through on my spring was extremely active, extremely active, I went into full action mode because I had taken the time to do all that processing, my planning and strategizing time became very quick. I ended up putting together an amazing team that I love working with, who I still um, work with on a regular basis to help me really put all these pieces together, a team that is both human as well as plants. And not only that, I think I started to re-embrace other aspects of myself that I had let go of, thinking that that was something that I didn't need anymore. But in reality, I was able to pick those back up. My Kabbalistic teachings, um, different relationships with other kinds of beings, and really move through to different cycles, and really understand the new relationship that I was creating with all of these beings. It was extremely exciting. So I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it is important for all of us, for each one of us to listen to a combination of factors when we're trying to understand where we are. One of them is seasonally, where am I? So am I in the winter? Am I in the spring? Am I in a time of action? Am I in a time of reflection? And then from there, understanding what kind of action or reflection or understanding or processing I'm supposed to be doing? Is this supposed to be something where I'm supposed to be listening to myself? Or is this something where I'm supposed to be getting a greater understanding through a A Transdisciplinary team. In my case, my team is made up of a series of experts and masters in their own right from the plant and the human world. And so both of these are able to help me see things differently. But none of that would have been possible if, oh, a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have given myself the time also to receive privately, to receive through my own intuition, through my own connection to my own self, to my own divine. So there is a period of time when it's important for you to learn how to listen to yourself. And there's a period of time where it's important for you to listen To a team that's being made, there's a time for understanding things by yourself through your own personal reflection and the tools that you use to connect deeper into that self reflection, and that divine connection. There are times when instead you're supposed to be expanding out to a whole group of people. Same for strategizing, same for acting. So it's not enough to just look at the seasons as reflection and actions and maintenance and different different pieces that come from the seasons in which you're in. It's also important for you to be able to listen to the feedback that you're getting so that you understand which grouping you're supposed to work with and so that you can really enhance your own intuition and your own personal understanding and reflection based on that. When is it important to go within? When is it important to go without? Because both of them have a value. And what's most important is for you to step into your own intuition to understand which one of those you're supposed to do and follow that flow. So I'm really curious is have you ever given your yourself the time to go through these phases very succinctly or very um, actively let's say or aware awareness. With awareness, that's the word I'm looking for. Ever notice that I kind of lose my words every once in a while? By the way, that is because the little plants around me are always giving me information and they give it to me in images and in sounds and in thought processes and all these types of aspects. And so I lose my words very often. Plus, I sometimes am thinking in multiple languages, which doesn't really help. But I am really curious as to whether you've given yourself the time to go through your evolution phases in each one of them distinctly. So receiving, understanding, processing, you know, which is a part of understanding, then strategizing or planning, and then action. Receive, process or understand, strategize and plan, And then act on it have you given yourself the time and how do you understand whether you should be doing that all from within or whether instead it's time for you to work with some people or someone outside of yourself to help you get better reflections and better mirrors so i want you to tell me all about this you can tell me in the comments or you can tell me in the naturally conscious community remember the naturally conscious community is your supportive online ecosystem to explore new ways of living and creating in harmony with the plant world, one of its kind, and we really want you there to share all of your thoughts and all of your experiences. But more than anything, I want to hear about this. What are your thoughts on your evolution phases? How do you go through these phases? And how do you feel confident that you know which phase you're in and confident enough to follow that intuition and actually move through each phase with pure awareness. All right, until next time, this is Tigria Gardenia, and I am delighted to support your evolving green brilliance. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigrila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.